now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose, hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 230 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlo. Always. As I'm just trapped down here. Yeah, and Pete. Hey. Hey, man. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. And we got some real good. We got some stragglers coming down. We'll, we'll they are late. Things, right? So late. So late. Like, you know, six minutes late. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not okay. that I'm counting or anything. That wouldn't be like me at all. So this um, is our uh, second episode on Twitch, right? Yes, but before we get into any of that, Carlos, we have some important business to take care of, mainly thanking our patrons. If you'd like to become a patron, head over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. That's right, you can be awesome, like our patrons. Uh, and if you're going to do any Amazon shopping, head over to blindnewsstudios.com, click on the Amazon link at the bottom of the homepage. You're Amazon shopping as normal, and we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. It's pretty great. All right, so... They're not quite ready yet. So, Pete, we're just going to kind of dive into you, man. What have you been up oh, to this Oh, perfect, because I did so much. Did you? No. What do you mean? You didn't do much? I didn't really but do you just anything. told me that you did so much. Was I here last week? No. No. No, there was Treehouse and Trillium and all that stuff. Oh, that's right. You're so. a bastard. That's... Yeah. I knew there was something. <laughs> I knew there was some reason why I was mad at you. I just couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, I couldn't pass those up, so we had a whole bunch of beers. I understand. Rare beers, so rare for here. Rare for here. Rare for most places, except for Massachusetts, I think. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, no, but get back into playing Battlefield a bit. Playing that a lot. All right. So, just working otherwise. All right. Carlos? Uh, let's see. Not too much last week. Got my character ready for our new Twitch show. Oh, I uh, did that too. Legend of Lothos. Yeah, that starts tomorrow. Yeah, eight p.m. Central. And we also did uh, some board games last night. Was that last night? Night no, before. No, that was night the night before. before. Yeah. There's there's but an entire days missing together. day there. Carlos. Yeah, that day is just missing for me for some reason. It's <laughs> an entire oh. one. All right, and then also joining us are Rick and Lindsay. Hey. What? <laughs> you want to say a word? No. This is our first podcast. Yeah. It's adorable. Um, <laughs> now, this mic was way fucked up when I got down here. Well, you know, it's because Matt kept dropping it. Do you keep oh, dropping yeah. it? Yeah. Like, all of the, like, the, like hair tie things that connect to it were all messed up. Like, yeah. way off. He was proactive and drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually pretty entertaining. No, it was definitely, like, super messed up. So I get here, like, trying to fix this thing. Um, yeah. What's up, man? What's up? You want to know what I've done this week? I sure do. Uh, we just got down from Lolo's in Hudson. Oh, yeah? Had a couple beers there. Some dude spilled, the bartender spilled the drink on my phone and bought me a free beer. That was cool. Well, that's nice of him. Um, I mean, it wasn't like, like a little tiny piece of my phone got like a drop of water on it. It was fine, but... He was like, can I buy you a beer? And I was like, yeah. I mean, sure. Yes, yes, you it's can. It's not a big deal, but if yeah, you want to In fact, buy a I beer. demand it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put it up there all the time now. You're like, right, don't exactly. spill on that. <laughs> like, oh, Please. don't do Sorry, that. Sorry, I put that underneath the drink you were just handling. <laughs> Oops. No, like, so, I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah, man, did that. 
did a couple things. Haven't done a lot of like exciting stuff this okay. week. Uh-huh. So. Yep, hanging out mm-hmm. with the lady. That's why she's here. Mm-hmm. So you just drug her along to this? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were like, are you coming? And we were hanging out, and I was like, I had to talk her into it for like a half hour. So like, come get on the mic. Like, no experience. It. It's fine. Yeah, she's got it. like no experience, so she's nervous about it, but she'll be fine. Well, now she's nervous. Well, you, you told you her she should be nervous. Maybe you're the nervous one. You keep saying it, she'll be fine over and over and over again. Yeah, I'm trying to tell her she'll be fine, Carlos. There you said it again. <laughs> Carlos, why don't you shut your hole? Do you want to say anything about yourself, or do you just kind of want to sit? I mean, I guess I could say interesting things about myself. Yeah, do some of there that. There you go. Do that. Well, I have a degree in forensic science. Ooh. Just so, uh, hang on. How do I murder Carlos and get away with it? <laughs> All you have to do is walk to see help. a side We can't that. talk no. about that in public. That's like behind I mean, closed hypothetically, doors. Hypothetically. <laughs> if, if someone were to. Acid. Bathtub. Carlos, you see Breaking You gotta make sure if I ever pour you or uh, like like get you a bath ready, don't get into it. Well, you gotta make sure you just uh, (laughs) don't. Number one, you don't warn him about not doing things to kill him. You gotta choose. I need to give my. uh, I need to give him a sporting chance. You also gotta. (laughs) If I just like put some slim jims over the bathtub, he'll fall in. We all know that you're more likely to end up in his secret cellar freezers. No, it's in the attic. Oh yeah, attic. That's what I meant. Because he keeps telling us that there's no attic. uh, There's no attic. You got to make sure you use the right type of acid, Casey, because, you know, you don't want to drop the uh, damage to the bathroom anymore. I don't think landlords would be happy if you, like, melted a hole through the floor. Well, they wouldn't be unhappy. (laughs) I think they would be unhappy, actually. No. (laughs) If you destroyed the floor, I think they would. No. You're already not going to get the deposit back. Yeah. So I'm not like, what are they going to (laughs) do? Not give me less of my deposit back? <laughs> They're already taking all of it. <laughs> At this point, it's free. <laughs> all right. Well, that's cool. All right. Yep. Um, anything else? We could just kind of. I think you know I went to Israel. I do now. Yeah. I mean, I, I vaguely remember a phone call that Rick made while we were camping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, got, yeah. I got certified in Israeli counterterrorism. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I'm dating a girl a lot more badass than I am. Is <laughs> is basically the story that's developing here. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> but we already knew that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. No, that's fact. So wait, why? Why did you go to Israel to get trained in counterterrorism? For school. Just it like, counted, yeah. that's a class. It counted well, yeah, as two like, classes. It counted as credits and also because she could was yeah. basically like that. I got accepted. Sense. I was the only one under, because they were all in master's programs, and I was the only one getting my bachelor's that got accepted. How was the falafel in Israel? Amazing. Shawarma, the best. All right. See, now now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> Casey wants to know about the pancakes. <laughs> Wait, there's pancakes in Israel? I don't know. Are, are those similar? I feel uh, like... Hey, actually, the similar. really big question is, how are the bagels? No. No. No, there were no bagels? <laughs> but it's a it's a land filled with Jews. And they don't it should just pepperoni. be delis everywhere. <laughs> no. We ordered pizza and asked for pepperoni, and they thought we were terrible people. Well, that's because it's not kosher. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh. It was frowned upon. You need to ask for lamb. 
lamaroni. That's true. You still can't mix your meat and cheese. No. Oh, you can't? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, you can't mix meat and dairy. Yeah, so don't do it then. Yeah, no cheeseburgers. Nope. Just burger. Just burger. Or just a cheese sandwich. Their vodka's good, though. Grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. Really? It's more like Sambuca there, though. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. That sounds really good. It was super good. And their beer, Gold Star. Yeah, well, I don't think you can comment too much on beer because you thought it was terrible because it, w- it was beer. It was not good. <laughs> so <laughs> I tried it, but it wasn't good. I was proud that you tried it, but I don't think you can comment on how good it is if you didn't like it. Everybody else loved it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Did everyone else drink Coors Light at home, though? Probably. Like, yeah. You gotta be. You gotta take some things into consideration. All right. Uh, let's see. What have I been up to since last week? Uh, well, I went to a beer fest yesterday. Yeah. And I have a public service announcement that is really important. <laughs> yeah. If you are a uh, commercial brewer or a home brewer who wants to be a commercial brewer, or actually just life advice in general, if you're bringing beer somewhere and it's infected, don't fucking pour it. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I'm. There is a brewery <laughs> that will remain nameless, remain nameless, but uh, they were pouring a porter... That tasted like melted or like a burnt electrical tape. Oh, awesome! Oh, yeah, it was pretty great. And so <laughs> they, sounds good. So they knew it was infected. They kept serving it. Yeah, they what? did. Well, I don't know if they knew it was infected, but it was obviously infected. Like, so they they pour me a sample of it, and I like I'm like, hmm, there's something like burnt, almost smoky, little like a little off, and I was like. Hey, what kind of, like, did you guys use, like, smoke malter in this? Is this a smoked porter? Nope. Hmm. <laughs> Have you tried your own beer? So we went we went and got uh, we went and got our brewer friend Mike, and we're like, hey, you need to try a sample of this. And he went up there and got a sample of it. He took one sip, and I've never seen a man walk away that fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was rough. Just huh. rough. I mean, you're going to disclose the brewery to me afterwards, right? Well, yeah, I'll yeah. tell. I'll tell you at all. We'll Mike, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm yeah, like because yeah. I, mean, I gave him a business yeah, I mean, card that's fine. to get him on the show. That's fine. So, so what was the uh, drinking festival you were at? Uh, well, it was a drinking contest. Drinking contest, because uh, right. that's what beer festivals <laughs> they all are. are. All right. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I went to the the same one that we did uh, last year for Dropkick Murphys. It's like a beer festival. Okay, in Hinkley. In Hinkley, yeah, yeah, the Hinkley Casino. Uh, also, casinos are depressing. Just yeah. incredibly depressing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I talk about that every time I come back from a casino. Casino <laughs> employees have a very high suicide rate. Yeah. Something that I learned when I worked at a casino. That's even more depressing. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because casinos are depressing and then they work there in the depressing environment. So you're like, saying that they should just hire sociopaths then, right? Well, I'm well, sure. Because they're not going to get depressed about other people <laughs> losing their money constantly. I don't think you can preferentially hire sociopaths. Legally. I don't see why not. I don't think that that's legal. Well, you can't. Yeah, I can't ask in the interview. Are you a sociopath? Because like, <laughs> well, what do you propose? Like, they hire a bunch of psychiatrists to do their hiring. You just put out a hey, recommendation. Hooters for, uh, gets away sociopaths. with a very limited hiring profile. Uh, no, that's because they call them models, though. See, then you hire sociopathic models. <laughs> I don't. There you go. I, okay. I'm not sure how that would. I don't think you can. Loophole. <laughs> I don't think so. that works, but I think okay. it does. I think it does. Yeah, if it's a loophole, it's definitely going to work for sociopaths, right? 
I mean, sociopaths need jobs too. That's really yeah. what it boils down I mean, to. My dad's, I think my dad's worked for his whole life. There's only so many CEO <laughs> positions in America. What? There's only so many CEO positions in America open. No, I'm not. I'm. I'm thinking that we don't really need to help sociopaths get jobs because they're pretty good at getting exactly what they want. That's why they're sociopaths. <laughs> yeah, but nobody looks out for them. No one needs to. They literally only look out for themselves and fuck everyone else. That's why they're That's successful. not the world I want to live in. I want to live in a world where we look after and take care of our sociopaths. We'll just help our Trumps out then or what? Yeah, I mean, like they they they're big league. They got to they got to get up there. We got to put them in office. It's also be great. more of a narcissist, really. True. He's definitely a sociopathic narcissist. Oh, yeah, but mostly narcissist. Oh, he's a combined. Like, he is they're, both. They're very hand in hand. He is also orange. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but I feel like it, it needs doesn't. To be said. It's a good way to attack someone without having any knowledge of what's wrong with them. <laughs> but he's orange. Yeah, exactly. Do you think he eats a lot of carrots? No, I think he does a lot of tanning, like I fake don't tanning. Know. Yeah, I saw the episode of Magic School Bus. <laughs> where, where Arnold ate a bunch of carrots and turned I orange. I did too, actually. I there was also an episode of House. About. Oh where, yeah, there was. Yep. yep, where a guy was orange. Yeah. Well, the guy and his, his diagnosis was his wife was cheating on him. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and he was eating too many carrots. <laughs> All right, they're yeah. unrelated, but both are happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's see. Besides that, uh, we got ready for, or we we did a bunch of preparations for the Legends of Lothos launch. Tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Make sure you check that out. We got a new light. Yeah, I, saw that. Yeah, I was just sweet. looking at the new light. Yeah. Dude, when you turn all the other ones off, it's, it's pretty that. chill. Yeah. It's a cool like looking it. new light. Yeah. yeah uh, Matt put together a bunch of like uh, Facebook banners and stuff and put together the new uh, Lothos. Uh, yeah, emblem. Matt has mm. been working away on that thing. Like, yeah. That looks great. And I took all oh, the work Matt like... did and just made little tiny banners on Twitch. I, I put a lot of work in those. <laughs> yeah, he, did, he knocked them out like five minutes work and it did it, me, it as his own. It took right. me an hour because I had, it took me 30 minutes to relearn how to use the, the uh, GIMP uh, processor uh, program. Oh, the photo editor? Yeah, the photo keeps a GIMP I'm out here. up to do his image no stuff. Idea. <laughs> It's Photoshop Keeps except a little free. Because I didn't feel like yep. pirating no, that's Photoshop. Oh, that's what I thought we were Because I'm an adult. And I don't like, have to Photoshop. Like a crippled person. Don't have to then? pirate yeah. stuff. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, when you were at the th- the thing yesterday, what band played? The Jayhawks? Yeah, you sent me a Snapchat and I didn't like it. I didn't like it either. What kind when of I was there? Was Is that why you sent it? Yeah. Because it was not good. I did not like it. <laughs> okay. I was not having fun. <laughs> Wasn't it the Jayhawks, though? Oh, the Jayhawks in the old 97s. Okay. Oh, yeah. What kind of music was it? They're pretty popular. Alt country? Yeah. Is oh. what it's defined as? All right. I don't know. I stopped paying attention after the first beer. Right. Fair. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't know. Like, the, I'm sure it was... I'm sure they, they played fine. I just did not care for the music. So... Yeah. I was like, hey. That's fair enough, homie. Eh, yeah. So, it was no Dropkick Murphys. I will say Because that. that was a lot of fun. That would run awesome. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're possibly coming back. We will see. So, that would be good. I like Dropkick. So, honestly, they got to do Dropkick every other year. They got to uh, lower your expectations with the alt country and then come back with uh, Dropkick. Yes. 
That'd make, be make, make you real sad. And then, like, just, just like, through the roof, be like, yeah, we're going to do Rush this year for whatever reason. <laughs> and force Rush out of retirement, just so I can see them. Or you clone Rush. Carlos, how dare you? You cannot clone Rush. But then you can listen to Rush perform live for the rest of your life. Let's clone Rush. <laughs> I like <right>. this plan. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pete, we got a beer, right? You want to start oh, doing yeah, that dude. beer? beer what do you thing? got there, dude? Yeah, it's Mirror, Mirror Universe by Fair State. It's the interface. It's sour? No. It's double dry hopped, double IPA. Oh. Hazy. Because Fair State likes to do a lot of sour stuff. I Mirror know. Universe, huh? Did you see our first yep. day, son? Yeah, I saw it last It's even got the flashing stars in there, so like you know it's going to be referencing Star Trek. Wow, well, thank you. You can just try a sip out of mine. Perfect. <laughs> oh, she's she's going to hate this, but... I'm not going to hate this. I am not either. Double dry hopped IPA, good. I'm going to love this. Yep. Oh, All that right. looks amazing. That is hazy as balls and amazing looking. Oh, All right, Pete, we're going to start with you, man. Well, I haven't tried it yet, so you're going to be waiting a minute. Bubbly. Ooh. That's good. Apparently Ooh. it's like over 8%, but... She smells juicy. A little more here. Oh, yeah. That's all you, man. Oh, yeah? All right, man. I mean, if you say so. Now, what kind of beer was this? A dribble dr- you dry hopped uh, IPA? Yep. It. Yeah, it's got uh, two row with some oats. And then uh, for hops, mm. it's Strata Citra Lupulin powder. Yeah, try it. Oh, they're using the hop powder. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're canning it uh, starting this week or next week or something, which is pretty awesome. Not this one, the uh, the regular... This is the just the regular mirror the universe, not the whatever, interphasic yeah. rift. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> it's good. It's it a fun is. game. She does not like it. it smells really good. <laughs> All right, so yeah. good aroma, Pete. Good, yeah, good great taste. aroma. Yeah. Carlos, you know, for being double dry hopped, you know, I was expecting to get smashed in the mouth with uh, hops uh, in the taste more. Well, I am. <laughs> I don't know, like it just doesn't doesn't seem like the hop like is it's like super. Well, are hoppy. you looking for like bitterness or flavor? Because it has a ton of flavor. Oh, it has, it has the a flavor. crap load of flavor. Well, that's, it does, but doesn't that's have what the dry uh, hopping does. doesn't have the uh, the bitterness comes from yeah. like in the boil. It's not during the dry hopping. Dry hopping gives a lot of flavor, but not a lot of bitterness. I'm so happy Rick actually fucking See? learned something. <laughs> I've learned so much. <laughs> no, like dry hopping doesn't impart a ton of bitterness. It imparts a lot of flavor. Ah. So that's where you're confused. Yeah. All right. And also this is more of like a northeast style. Yeah. Like that that hazy, like yep. soft bitterness. And not at all like the west coast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. West coast is hard bitterness and big hop flavors. Well, by the way, this is definitely good though. Yeah. Like I could, I could drink a lot of this really easily. Yeah, Rick. So a lot of like citrus in the aroma, tons of it. Um, uh, as Pete was reading, like with the oats, I can taste that. That's something that's not normally in this style. I don't think. And it's definitely contributing a really cool mouthfeel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit fuller mouthfeel than I would expect from a beer of this style. Uh, lots of, like, citrus in the flavor. Like, plenty of that. A little bit of grassiness from the dry hopping. 
um, but it works really well with the rest of it. I think overall, this is a solid, super solid beer. Like, super solid. Really well done, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, like, it's that North, it's that classic Northeast style, uh, or New England style, however you want to. Yeah. It's that any IPA where it's, like, super soft on the palate. It's almost, like, juice-like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, very creamy. Oh, man. The aroma, like, it's citrus and tropical fruit. Like, there's just, like, a hint of mango in there. Yeah, for being a... Was it 8.3% Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this does not taste 8.3%. This is a sneaky bastard. I mean, I could drink a lot of this. Like, really easily. Yeah. With the shades... Definitely with the shades. Oh, she's sneaky. What do, what, uh, what do you think of this, Lindsay? It's not the worst beer you've made me try. <laughs> but it's not, not bad. That's good. Either. No, it's That's not terrible. Well, she was nodding along with a couple of the things, like I the like citrus that. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So she could at least taste some of the stuff. Okay. Do you have another bottle of this down here? No. <laughs> Carlos just wants so to I don't think there's plowed. any. I don't think there's really any more of these. There's probably a couple out there, but they yeah. didn't do a ton right. of them. Pete, man, no, you, you, you want to give me a number? Yeah, I'll do a nine. I really nine? like it, yeah. Nineski, Carlos. I'm gonna give it a eight point five. I think I'm gonna go with a nine too. This is solid. Lindsay, we scored out of ten on personal preference. <laughs> One through ten, so it's totally up to you. If well, you think, okay, it, I would say six because I mean it's not terrible. Okay, compared to the things that's, that a, that's a good, pretty good score. Me, no, that's, that's better than what Rick gives beers that he doesn't like. <laughs> yeah, He's like this I is give a sour like a, immediately. One, I, I give him love like a one sours. Or two. She does. Sours are awesome. I give them like a one or a two. Like, I'll go way down. Like, it, I think it sucks. I don't like it. It's totally based on personal preference. Oh, let's say even the one at the Thirsty Pagan? The rhubarb one or yeah. whatever? Yeah, it was terrible. It was sour. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I've worked on, on a sour. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. The, the Casey's, couple that we've brewed. Casey's fixed me a little bit on sours, but I still, it. it's still not for me. All right. Um, I'm going to give this a nine. This is a solid nine. This is very good. Yeah. Very, very good. Real solid. Yeah. All right. So that's like an average of like 8.9. And now the Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. Every week. Owen Wilson is very popular on the internet for the way he pronounces the word wow. 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 And now he's drawing large crowds of people together <laughs> yes. to mimic him. <laughs> That's Last awesome. weekend, hundreds of people gathered in Australia to say wow in wow. unison wow. in the actor's style. Wow. Wilson has said wow. the word wow. in a range of contexts during his movie career, and some have even created a series of compilation videos of him saying wow across his filmography. <laughs> Wow. It's also become the subject of many memes. The Say Wow Like Owen Wilson event was wow. held at Federation Square in uh, Melbourne, where it oh, was wow. organized by Nicholas Zumbolis, who told uh, The Independent that ultimately I just really want to put some positive energy, as Owen likes to say, out into the world. Wow. Zumbolis continued, In these times, I think something as silly as getting together and saying wow can have a positive effect, and I'd like to see everyone come together. If I can remind people of this... <laughs> Uh, that this world we are lucky to inhabit is beautiful, and to embrace that like Owen w- Owen does in his movies by saying "Wow," then wow. I'll be happy. Wow! Are you gonna play it? Oh, do we wow. have a clip? I do not have a clip. Uh, I think we can all people? do it. I'm gonna pull up a clip. Uh, you pull up a clip. <laughs> wow. uh, so now this thing has caught on, and the next scheduled "Wow" like Owen Wilson event is taking oh, place in London um, on March 11th. 
Wow. And there's one in Chicago happening. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Pete, do we have a wow? No. Wow. It's just articles. Pete, how are you not finding a wow real quick? Well, because it has a bunch of other bullshit with it, you know? No, you just gotta... We just YouTube, gotta do man. wow compilation on YouTube, and then just like wait for the ad to pass by, and then you pump up the volume, and you just get a little a bunch of wows. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what I thought I was doing. It was the first hit too, and it was like you know maybe you should do a remix, like just mix up a music of nothing but the wows. I don't know how you're messing this up so much, Pete. All right, yeah, it doesn't trying matter. Trying to find the actual event here, Rick. We're, we're gonna, oh, we're you're gonna, trying to find the event. Pull it up, man. I got you. You're trying to find. There's a, there's a lot of anger going on right now, so we're going to move on to the next news yeah, story. We're, we're moving oh, on. So this is supposed to be about positivity. Wow. There's yeah. no more sound. For wow. That was, that was pretty good. That, that was pretty shit, Rick. <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> shit, Rick. Wow. Wow. There you go. Wow. It's gonna be our honeymoon. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right, that's good, man. That's good. <laughs> All right. Wow. wow. We're, we're, we're wow. fucking done now. We're I just, I, I, well, Pete wasn't pulling it up. I wanted to find He it. was fine trying to find the event, man. I, was trying to find I got the... you. I didn't know that. I wanted to hear thousands to of people saying, wow. Wow. Uh, it, was, it was a pretty cool event video. Wow. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, an accused burglar in Dunwoody claims he was just practicing his ninja skills when he oh. broke into a Target store. <laughs> Christopher Adkins was arrested after the alarm company spotted a man forcing his way into a rear delivery door in the middle of the night. Police caught up with Adkins near the store on Perimeter Center Place. Officers said he admitted to That's breaking in, into the target because he was learning how to enter secured areas as a ninja. Now, Police said the man told officers he got the idea after reading the manga Naruto, Volume 5, where the main character must learn to enter a secured area. Now, was, I, now but he, he successfully was, did so. so if I he mean, was high, I believe him 100%. If he's not high, he's just lying. Yeah. So, dude, 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 I'm a ninja. Yeah. He was successful, though. Like, so obviously, no, he, got no, he was not successful. He got caught. But he got in, did he not? Yeah, but he got in detected. I think the goal is to go in undetected. Well, yeah, ninjas don't get detected. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I'm just saying, for a first try, not bad. I'm just saying he's a shit ninja. For a first try, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, but he's practicing. He's not for, doing it for, for real his yet. first try. He should have tried a maybe less secure area like a Walmart. I was that's yeah, open that's 24/7. Or maybe like where you can just walk in the front door. Definitely a Walmart. Or practices like a, <laughs> practices like grappling hook or something like that. It was a secured area. I walked in the front door. The greeter didn't say hello. They welcomed me even. <laughs> or he could have walked into the Walmart dressed in like Walmart employee uniform and then just uh, seen how that went. Nobody knew I was a ninja. <laughs> What's next? Alright. Um, Carlos is done with that story. <laughs> Apparently. Carlos like, Where's the we're belt? moving on to something new. Uh, police arrest- arrested an Oregon man this week who they say kidnapped three Jimmy John's employees, then tried to steal an elderly woman's car uh, after he was mistaken for a Mormon missionary. <laughs> the strange series a lot of events of stuff happening right there. <laughs> began about 11 p.m. on Tuesday at a Motel 6 uh, when Matthew Owen Reniff tried to rob an employee with a big stick or metal pole for her car keys. <laughs> the employee was able to lock herself in a back room and call 911. Reniff, uh, age 40, then ran to Jimmy John's. Uh, when an employee walked outside, Reniff acted like he had a gun and told the victim to get on the ground or he would shoot him. 
The suspect then stole his car keys and forced him into the back of the car. Um, two employees who heard uh, the commotion walked outside and were greeted by Renef, uh, threatened with being shot. Uh, <laughs> or, and threatened with being shot. Uh, and forced into the back of the vehicle. Uh, when all three men were in the car, Renef got into the driver's seat and asked where the good water was. Well, the good water? The good water. <laughs> yep. So Renef was high as shit. Renef was having some problems. <laughs> did he actually have a gun? Or he just threw no, it? No, he acted like he did he from did. the story. He just pretended. Uh, when, the, when the men told him the good water uh, was inside the store, police say Renef got out of the car to go inside. After he did that, the three men... Uh, the three men took the car keys, got out of the vehicle, and ran. Renef, uh, <clears throat> uh, Renef ran inside the Jimmy Johnson, stole bread and a drink. Not a water. Not a water. Not a water. He took a soda. So he was looking for the good water and then got a soda. Yep. So wait, how did he get his cup, though? Like, did he ask for, hey, can I get a cup of water and fill no, soda I, I, like I, a I, bastard? I feel like he just stole a cup. Yeah, Carlos, at the point that he already stole bread and was kidnapping people, I don't think he asked for water and then filled it up with soda like a sneaky bastard. All right. He then ran to an apartment building behind the restaurant. Once the suspect was there, he knocked on an elderly female's glass porch door. The elderly female believed it was the Mormon missionaries because that's how they come to visit her is at that door. <laughs> as soon as the woman unlocked the door, the man barged into the house. The suspect then stole her car keys and stole a Gatorade from her fridge. <laughs> this is a really thirsty dude. He's very thirsty. <laughs> this dude smoked a lot of weed and has severe cotton mouth. <laughs> Like, Do you at least stop and talk to the old lady that was apparently lonely and talk to Mormon missionaries? Yeah, she unlocked the door for missionaries. She's definitely got problems of her own. Oh, man. Uh, Renef went outside to try to steal the woman's car, but couldn't get inside it, police say. The vehicle has a special way to start it, and when it gets cold, the driver's side door is hard to open, which was unknown to the suspect. <laughs> After Redniff was unable to take the car, police say he returned the keys to the woman and ran off. Or well, at least he returned. Like the at keys. least he's like considerate. Yeah, could have thrown her a couple bucks for the Gatorade, but all right. <laughs> a short time later, officers spotted him and arrested him. At the time, Renif was carrying more than fifty-two hundred dollars in cash and a plane ticket back to Oregon. So he had plenty of money to give. Wait, her why did an old lady have Gatorade in her fridge? What? Why, Carlos? Why is that your question? <laughs> Why, after all of this, why is that your only question? I mean, was that Gary like five years old, six years old? That was like, like why? For like Who when cares? the grandkids visited or something? Why is that your question? <laughs> this man did so many weird things, and your question is, why does the old lady have Gatorade? It's well, a that's valid you question. see every day. Yeah. The electrolytes, probably. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she, no, she gives it to the Mormons. So maybe. She's like, oh, you guys look to the Mormons. <laughs> you guys look parched. <laughs> Would you like some electrolytes? It's very strange. It's what that Mormons that's your crave. First it's expired, but it's still good. All right. Um, he told officers he made two thousand dollars that day, or, or he made two thousand dollars a day selling marijuana. He allegedly oh, yeah, see, told. There you go. He allegedly told police he was addicted to methamphetamine and hadn't slept in five days. All right, yeah, that sounds accurate. Renef voluntarily apologized, stating that people were chasing him and he had money, but no one was willing to give him their car. Renef's behavior was erratic and reminiscent of drug-induced paranoia. 
Um, with the seriousness of the crimes he was arrested for in the short amount of time they were committed, I believe he poses a substantial danger to the public and should not be released from the Salt Lake County Jail until he is able to go to court for the crimes committed. Wow. He probably doesn't pose a threat as long as they keep him away from meth. <laughs> and uh, the good water. The good water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just imagining, like, she, like he, he's at, at the glass door, like, hammering, and he's like... Do you know about the good water? And she's like, oh, is that kind of like the good book? She's probably a Mormon. <laughs> she's probably totally lost. The good water. Like, the good water Got some it must rate. match the good book. I shall let this prophet in. <laughs> Never mind. I'm going to steal a Gatorade in your car. I'm out of here. All right. Well, that is not what I expected. Well, also, your- I, can't, I can't open your car door. So... Here's, Here's the, keys. the keys back, and now I run off. <laughs> also, there's a bunch of Jimmy Johnson plays locked in a store. <laughs> All right. Uh, this afternoon, Hoosiers began buying alcohol on Sundays for the first time since Prohibition. The monumentous occasion comes after Governor Eric Holcomb signed a bill Wednesday that legalized carry-out alcohol sales on the day of rest. The law went into effect immediately. Uh, grocery, liquor, and convenience stores will now be able to sell alcohol from noon to 8 p.m. Legislators say the shorter hours are a nod to liquor stores, which only have to add a single eight-hour shift. Uh, Governor Holcomb was among the first in the state to take advantage of the new law buying beer at Goose the Market. Uh, businesses across the state have been uh, scrambling to prepare for the change. They've updated work schedules and ensured they have enough employees to open their doors. So yeah, no, that's that's pretty exciting. Good job, guys. You are welcome to you know the 21st century. It's, uh, <laughs> Where is that? Pretty at? great. Uh, Hoosiers would be Indiana. Yeah, Indiana. All right. Yeah, we've been doing that for years, but cool. Yeah. Well, I, you know, <laughs> Minnesota just did yeah. it this past year. Yeah, minute. Well, why, oh. why are you looking at me like that? We're in Wisconsin right yeah. now. Oh, I'm from Minnesota. Yeah, but we've been doing it for yeah, years. Yeah, no, we've been yeah. doing yeah. it right for years. I know. <laughs> Wait, like, and you're from Wisconsin, so we, I know, like, we've been doing. When I first it right. moved here, it was terrible. I went to the liquor store on Sunday during a Packer game. Yeah, how'd that work out? Doors for you? were locked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've like... been doing it for years, and like everyone else is now suddenly being like, Wisconsin's doing it right, and we're like, well, no shit. Yeah, we can get drunk on Sunday too, and you can. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you can buy your beer at like a grocery store. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a gas station, and it and doesn't have to be like three point five percent. Actually, yeah. now that I think about it, probably the main reason they're switching over to buying beer on buying stuff on Sundays is probably because of football players, because their games are on Sundays. Carlos, the games have players. been on Sundays, yeah, forever, forever. Yeah, but like now they know, like we really need beer, and like we gotta push this through. Well, Carlos, we've always needed yeah, that. But like, Carlos, NFL uh, viewership is down. Yeah. So why would that change That's now? That's a good point. Yeah, because Colin's maybe they're trying to <laughs> maybe NFL's trying to raise viewership by getting more people drunk. Maybe. I think people just want to get I'm, drunk on Sundays too. Yeah, yeah that's all it is. People, they don't buy people want to get drunk every day of the week, and you were stopping that for one, and it's like one cool, out of man. seven is not cool. Not cool. That's uncouth. That was the problem. You just can't do that. But we never did it in Wisconsin because everyone was like, "That's a joke. They'll just make their own." Like, <laughs> so we're not even gonna. They try. will break down the liquor store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I still don't understand like why you can't like in some states they can't sell beer out of the out of the grocery store yeah. or the gas they, well, station. They have a, there's a lot of weird rules, especially or if you like, go over to like Utah. 
And, like, because of the Mormons, like, they have so many weird rules as far as alcohol. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, you can't, um... So, in Utah, you have to buy food. Actually, it's the same yeah. thing in Oregon, too. Yep. You have to buy... F- or, uh, yeah, you, you can't just be served a beer. Right. You have to be served beer and food. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Wait, for that... Is that no, for that's every like, beer, or just for... You have to have one order of food, and then you can have as much beer as you want? No. Well, my my uncle was telling me, because he lived in Salt Lake City in the 80s, because he was in the Army, and he was telling me that in the 80s... At a gas station, you could buy beer, but it was 3.5% maximum, and you had to buy more than $20 in gas, or no, like $10 in gas, because it was like a full tank is today, but back then it was a lot cheaper. Mm -hmm. But basically, like, you had to buy a full tank of gas to be able to buy beer now. Like, you had to qualify your beer purchase with gas. Yeah, no, so you can drink and drive. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> they have all kinds of weird rules. Like you still can't Well, yeah, buy in Utah, they also food. have uh they have an AB ABV limit on draft beer. Mm-hmm. I think it's like 4.5%. Right. Um, is all you can have on draft. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying like yeah. over there like we are actually pretty fortunate where we're at like Wisconsin has absolutely no alcohol laws. Oh no, it's it's incredible like instead of lemonade stands Kids have beer stands. Like, like, I mean, as far as, like, like commercial beer goes and, like, distributors and stuff, there gets to be some shitty laws there. Like, if you're a producer of it. But that's everywhere. But as far as the consumer goes, we're a very consumer-friendly state, and we're pretty Mm -hmm. lucky to have that because we have, like, some pretty relaxed laws. We've always been able to buy beer on Sundays. Like... We can buy beer until midnight in some towns. Like, it's up. It's not a state thing that you have to close at 9. Like, River Falls is awesome, because we don't have the ordinance. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a pretty good place yeah. for beer drinkers. I was uh, I was listening to a podcast with a that had a Wyoming or a Montana brewer on, and he said that um, they're limited to selling, or, like, they can only give a single patron... Three pints per day. Yeah. Oh like, no. That's all they can serve. Can they like walk out like and come back in with like a fake mustache and try again? <laughs> Carlos, they still have the same ID. Well, do they? They don't have to ID everybody, right? Yeah, of course they do. No, yeah, they, Carlos, like, you have to be ID in order to buy alcohol in this country. No, no, no. Like that's only like you're. They check if like they think you might be below twenty one. Okay, Carlos. What do you think per person per day means? <laughs> well, you put a mustache on and they didn't ID you. What if Is you, there some confusion in the English here? All right, what if you changed to wore a different color shirt, too? So, like, you kind of maybe would throw them It's not per Carlos, disguise you, per day. I want to <laughs> ask you, Carlos, do you legitimately think if you change your shirt, you're a different person now? No, like, I think you might. Like, what if you put a fake mustache on, you are. <laughs> if you I do both make those sure things. You don't think that. If you do both those things, maybe, like, you, you put let a it fake go. goatee on, you're the evil twin. Yeah. So you can just. The IRS in. tells Carlos he owes $4,000, and he says, nope, change my shirt. <laughs> I'm, not on. I'm evil. I changed my shirt and I moved to Utah. <laughs> They'll never get me now. Like, it's still per person. Like you're still the same guy. Yeah, no, I'm just. Carlos, a I believe. Now, but... I believe that if you had three beers, then went and got a sex change, and then went back in, 
I think that'd be fair for them. To I allow, think be if you allowed get a to sex serve change, you three more. It's, it's not going to be the same day. It's probably going to be a different. But day. that's exactly what I'm saying. That's pretty much the only circumstance I mean, where you're a different person now. Carlos, I think you might be onto something though. Like, what if you dressed as a woman and then went in? You're still the same person though. But what if you have a stage so name? You're what if you have a split personality? So you're talking about like being able to get away with it. I'm talking about legally what actually is a different person. Well, I mean, legally, a different person is a different person. That's exactly so what I'm saying. So if you identify as a different person. Well, now you're talking about identifying. What if, you not to, what if you, you wanted to buy beer for your dog, but then you drank the beer that was for your dog? Person. Because it's different. Uh, but there's not a limit on ammo beers, right? I mean, Carlos, you all right. All right. we're going with the hey, we're Carlos. going with the Airbud rules. Airbud rules. Airbud rules. Just say that Carlos found a loophole and let him have it. Who cares? Ain't no rule. No, yeah, and we're going with Airbud rules. What was the article about? <laughs> oh, how uh, Indiana can sell beer on Sunday now? Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I like Airbud rules. This is gonna work. Yeah. There's sure. no law saying a dog can't buy beer. Sure, I don't care. That's fine. <laughs> Carlos found a loophole. Whatever. <laughs> I'll a, let him have the loophole. It was a group effort. We had to find a way. <laughs> and now that we've done that, we should talk about a discussion yeah. topic for the day. All right. Because <laughs> I have a feeling loopholes are going to be a big part of this <laughs> yeah, somehow. Probably. So, in like when when you're playing D and D. You're always, you know, in, like, a town and, like, visiting a tavern or whatever. You're trying to find, you know, armor and whatever, going to shops and stuff. But if you were not a hero in that world, what business would you want to run? That is what I want to know. And, Carlos, we're going to start with you because I'm pretty sure it's going to be goddamn ridiculous. All right. (laughs) Well, I already know I'm a sneaky type, apparently, because, like, I sneak up on Rick all the fucking time. He just can't... so I, it's got to be something, some sort of Carlos. Position. That's because you move like a cat, and it doesn't make any sense. So I think, like, yeah, yeah, he, he definitely. <laughs> you need a bell. No, he's not talking about D&D. He's talking about real life, where Carlos will just be suddenly behind me, and I'm easily startled. So I will, <laughs> I will freak the fuck out because Carlos is just there. I'm six foot two. Uh, there's only so how so much. Somehow you're quiet as shit, though. There's a reason I keep leaving things in your path because I know you don't look down. And you'll and it's trip just so over I can it. hear you coming. <laughs> but anyways, I'm just gonna start putting bells all over the place. <laughs> so I think the kind. Of, so I need something like some kind of uh, underworld type job. So I think I need to be the shady vendor. Everybody, every time you got a, is that d- trademark now? Like, yeah. Well, you got a D and D party in a tavern, and they got some goods you gotta sell or buy. And they need to look for a, somebody who like is operating a little bit outside the law, and that's me, the shady vendor. I will buy their buy their uh, pilfered goods and resell them elsewhere. I also sell them goods that are probably against the law. <laughs> Carlos, it's not a business plan. It's, it's a Carlos great is plan. criminal enterprise. I don't have to think. <laughs> and you know what? Since it's all not lawful at all, I don't have to uh, pay taxes. At the very least, he's running a shady swap meet. Like, you've basically made a flea market. <laughs> but, like, a real shady one. Yeah, real like, shady. We're not going to check any yeah, sources. No, like I said, a flea he's market. He's got a pawn shop. 
Oh, yeah, you're a He's poncho. He's got a shady poncho. Is, I can overcharge for everything because they're asking for, oh, we need some poison. Well, I got some poison. Yeah, and it's I, a punch up. It's also, a punch up, for sure. Also, <laughs> supply to adventurers, they don't know the value of money. No, they, the they'll prob- pay a gold for mugs of ale. Like, they don't know. No, here, here's, here's your problem with supplying adventurers. Do you know how many times you're going to get threatened or intimidated or just beat up? Oh. But that's the best part. When they threaten you, you, you drop the price by half, which is still a massive amount of money you're so going to make because you're overcharging a massive amount. <laughs> I mean, his model fits modern day pawn shop just back like back in those days. So, I mean, it's fair. I kind of want to watch like that episode of Pawn Stars. But... <laughs> D&D Pawn Stars, Carlos edition. Like, it might, it might be a good idea, like, during the day, have, like, an actual storefront, and then at night, hit the tavern and be the shady corner. <laughs> Carlos, but you're in a small town, everyone knows you. Yeah. yeah. And no. the law in the town knows you. All right, yeah. Yeah, you may as well just keep your shady shop open. At I night. don't know, as long as I, I just probably have to pay bribes to the tavern keep person, like, when they send people my way. What about the cops? Yeah, They're guards, Casey, in a D&D world. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What about the guards? They're crooked as hell. Yeah, they're entirely also, like, ignorant, too. <laughs> like, derp, 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 derp. Pretty yeah. much. Like. And if uh, one of them, if there's, like, a really shady uh, a hero character that's coming for me for something, I maybe I uh, up the value. It's like, hey, take care of uh, this guard, specifically. If you want an example, look at Percy. Like, <laughs> Percy yeah. was not crooked. He, I'm not saying Percy was crooked. And Percy he was, also, was ignorant. He was also not incompetent. He was very good at his job. No, you wasn't. just took advantage of it, you asshole. You all took all right, advantage of it. Now it's personal. Abraham <laughs> says abs. Shut up. <laughs> you guys all took, care, took advantage of Percy. Yeah, like, because Percy was He dumb. murdered a man. <laughs> I, know. I know. Oh, I'm sorry. What happened to the library? Don't worry about that. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was Kazario. <laughs> We're not talking about real life, by the way. Everybody listening. We're talking about a D&D game. Yeah, you're nobody burned any, sword. Nobody burned any libraries in real life. <laughs> nobody murdered anybody in real life. I don't know that. <laughs> yeah, somebody has, but you're talking sword did that. That's right. Yeah. So he yeah. did. So yeah, I, I would be uh, I'd be the shady vendor. So that's my uh, position. Vendor. All right, Rick? I think I would run a hotel. Um, like, just be like an innkeeper? Or... An innkeeper. Like, but I'd run like a nice one because as we've seen in our campaigns, like once your heroes get money, they don't care. They'll spend five gold on a room. Like, they don't give a shit. And five gold in the D&D universe is a lot of money. You need like, like one gold to live for a month. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I like in the one that I ran, like the Refton, I charged you guys three gold a room for a standard room and five gold for a nice one. Which is outrageous, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I know it is. I know it is. But you also had an outrageous amount of money. Yeah. But you know, if we wanted to if we want to keep our tax tax bracket, like we can't just <laughs> spend willy nilly like that. <laughs> okay. Um, but that's what I do. Like <laughs> Your adventurers, like, will give just money. They'll just hand money out. Because if you have the nice hotel, you might be 
one of two options, if not the only option that the GM gives you. So I'm looking at this a little bit meta, but also... So what you're doing is you're paying off the GM. No, but I'm looking at this like... So when you look at this logically from like a GM standpoint... You have the nice hotel and the shitty one, and you let them choose which one they want to do. Everyone always picks the nice hotel after the first mission because they have a little bit of money, and then you charge them an outrageous amount of money for a room, and they're just like, "Eh, well, here's that much gold. Because we got, like, 3,000 gold in the last mission or whatever. Also, clean up on a room after adventurers have come by is going to be expensive because like there's going to be blood yeah, but, like old gore that they washed off their clothes and wiped well, off that, mud. that may be true but it's still not going to counteract oh, no. the um, outrageous price you're charging for this the room is, oh true. no it's not I'm just saying like that would be like you'd be spending so, I like, would, a couple I would go there. to a small town along the tr- like main path and just make a very expensive very fancy feather bed hotel and then just charge an outrageous amount for the rooms, and people will pay it because they're traveling along, you know, the main road, and it's the best place to stay. You don't have to stay on a fucking straw mat on the floor. Like, a feather bed with a nice bar and everything would be a nice relief from the road. And well, that's what I would do. But what if they I'd, want I'd, to I'd have a hotel their... like that. How, who are they going to fight, though, when they want a tavern brawl? You don't have a... I mean, you don't have a tavern brawl in a nice hotel. What do you hotel. mean you don't have a tavern They're going to want that. That's a, nice a feature. There's a, there's a tavern brawl in every place. Like, well, you know what? The tavern They're going to be looking be, for a tavern brawl. So the tavern can be attached to the hotel by a hallway that is kind of exterior that can easily be extinguished if it burns down. And then you just rebuild the tavern. I think you just have to pay off like a thug or two a day to pick a fight with adventurers every time they come. That's possible. I mean, thuggery. There's a lot of possibilities. I'm just saying, I would be a tavern owner. That's or like a like an innkeeper slash tavern. Like I'd have an inn and a tavern there. I would own something fancy. Would you have room for a shady vendor to come by? No. No. No, your kind would not be welcome. You would be welcome at Morty's. You're going to be uh, cutting, your, uh, <laughs> cutting your income. They're not going to want to visit a place that doesn't have a shady vendor. No, they would go to Morty's. You're talking Morty's right now. Uh, no, no, trough of ale is what you'd be doing. <laughs> you're not. T- you're not. You're not coming up in Rick's place of business, where it's nice and we got. You can't juices. go to Rick's. We've got juices. Why do We've you got have juices? Juice. Okay. Because everyone wants juice, grapefruit juice, oh, instead man. of a trough of ale. Yeah, and you, you get some yeah. juice. Yeah, that's true. I mean, well, I mean, I was super religious in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lindsay. Well, I'm terrible, and I've never played. That's fine. So I kind of picked Rick's brain a little bit, but I, the gorilla girl that I am, would do like the monthly closing line business, where you send out like 10, 20 outfits, and they return what they don't want. And they send them all back next month, and you send them new stuff. What happens if they don't send them back? Well, well them they're down. adventurers. They're not going to send anything back. <laughs> they're not going to send anything I back. <laughs> they are literally going to fleece you for everything. Well, you let have. have the shady pawn shop owner go find them. <laughs> now that is actually a good idea. Yeah, he's got connections. Yes. and he probably already like sold them cursed items anyway. <laughs> oh no, no, no! My connections would be I get like other adventurers in my pocket. 
eventually and send them off on other adventurers and just, you know. You'd just, like, continue the cycle of, like, so they would steal from her, and then you would send another group of adventurers to kill those adventurers. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, adventurers like quests. So the, the only problem with dealing with the uh, with the shady guy is he's just going to take, or, well, the adventurers that he sends out to kill the, the adventurers that stole from you are just going to keep whatever they they steal from the adventurers that they just killed. No, no. If she's well, paying, she was, if she's paying insurance money every month, she was also looking at like like learning some magic, and like being able to just switch the outfit every month that they already bought. Well, just wait, bam, well, Emperor's yeah, new clothes. What was your right. what was right. your degree again? Forensic science. You could be the most efficient guard ever. You can solve. <laughs> they don't know science. You would solve she, all the crimes. She definitely would be because guards are, as we said, completely ignorant all the time. They dumb. <laughs> Except for Percy. He's a total, good man. No, Percy's ignorant too, but really nice. And we like him, no. but he's not a smart guy. <laughs> he's a very smart man. All right. Well, that's Abraham's view. It's not other Abraham's view because Ab's name is Abraham. Yeah, no, it's not. Saying. But <laughs> basically, yeah, the clothing business would work as long as you're not supplying to heroes. All right. Yeah. Well, no. well, and also, I mean, like if you made a business where you sell clothes to someone and then every month you use magic to update those clothes you already sold them to fit the fashion. Now you're talking about a business. Better yet, charm them so they can't take those clothes off. <laughs> and if they don't keep up their monthly payments, you make them smaller. So those are curses. <laughs> then you literally crush them until they're dead. Those yes. are curses. <laughs> and you'd have to be a witch to do that. And that's that's also a good way to make money. Yeah. So that's what we were talking about. And she already seems a little bit like a witch sometimes anyway. So depends on the day. <laughs> Peter? <clears throat> I don't know, man. We're trying, to, <laughs> trying to think Pete's this like, I'm going to run the apothecary. Yeah. They got oh, the yeah. herbs, right? <laughs> no, I'd probably just live out in the, the woods, you know, just live. You're like really the crazy old man, like, <laughs> like, like a hermit that the adventurers, like, stumble across and you send them on, like, some sort of wild goose chase quest. <laughs> Go find me the mushroom at the top of the mountain. <laughs> oh, they, they return with the mushroom, and you're like, all right, and you toss in a, giant, a bag just full of those mushrooms. <laughs> yep. I, I just mean, think it's funny that the question is, what business would you run? And Pete is like, I'd live out in the woods by myself. I probably wouldn't run a business because you don't have to. You, you could be just, a logger. You just live, you know, do whatever you You could be a lumberjack. Yeah, lumberjack. <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. No, I probably wouldn't have anything to do with business. I'd just Ted Kaczynski it. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but yeah. You could be whatever that, that is. You could be some, I could hire you as oh, my shady. I'm a shady vendor. Thanks. I could hire you to follow <laughs> adventurers around because adventurers kill people all the time, and you just strip yeah, like yeah. And they don't. They leave a lot of valuables behind, like clothes and like maybe armor, and you strip yeah. all the dead bodies that they leave behind. Yeah, it could be. I could go loot everything, and then <laughs> I resell it. Yeah. Pete's just a well, loser. Yeah, he's trying to get me to sell all the shit that he doesn't want to go take. So Pete basically runs like Serenity. I don't know what that is either, but yeah. Like in Firefly. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if we were talking like about Firefly. Just, or... He's oh, just they, a like, salvager. They, okay, salvager. Like he true. finds stuff that is broken out in the universe and then comes and sells it. But see, I, yeah, sure. I, I don't know. I feel like what Pete's 
saying is he just wants to be out in the woods and yeah, if I... something like stumbles his way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, I could be a mercenary one day or, you know. I, as long out. as you have a quest in your pocket, because like if adventures so come Pete to you, they might murder you himself. if you don't have a quest for him. He's like, I don't want to deal with all these people. It, it really depends if I'm born in the D&D universe or if I'm just thrown into it. No, you'd be born there is what we're saying. Oh, then yeah, I'd like... probably be some sort of a soldier, probably. Yeah. A so. town guard? No, no, you'd no not a town guard. Because I'm fucking stupid. Well, I'm, I'd have to bribe you or murder, have you murdered. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, man. That's all I got. I would run a furniture repair business. <laughs> oh, because That's a sensible choice. Would you have a bunch of wicker chairs? <laughs> Fuck, yes, I would. <laughs> Did your wicker chair get burned up? Come to Casey's Wicker Chair Emporium. We got wicker! Wicker, 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 wicker. <laughs> have you seen the wicker man? <laughs> well, we don't have that, but we got this wicked wicker chair and a wicker couch. Dead adventurers I'll come to you. bees in it if you want. <laughs> Dead adventurers start to fight your tavern and destroy all your tables and bar stools. Well, we got bar stools and we got tables. They're all made out of wicker, though. <laughs> it's really all wicker! <laughs> Warning. All furniture is made of wicker and very flammable. Very uncomfortable, too. <laughs> this makes no sense to anybody who hasn't listened to travels. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like, if you think about it, Adventurers are constantly, like, getting into tavern brawls. Yeah, destroying like, Destroying, furniture. like, Furniture, like buildings, like anything they come across, burning down libraries, like it's yeah. a whole situation. So I mean, throwing rocks through windows and destroying things. So yeah, like a furniture or like maybe just a construction business, like where you can just repair, or yeah. just repair things constantly. Uh, it's it's great. Yeah, a repair business wouldn't be a bad idea. Yep. Uh, the the other good one would be like a Undertaker would probably be a solid profession. That wouldn't probably, be a bad yeah. <laughs> bad choice. <laughs> I mean, nobody's going to buy examiner. you any beers, that's for sure. But you know, but I'll be able to put the shady vendor in like a pine box. Oh no, like no. it's resurrected again. No, I mean then, like yeah. if you're going to be the, I'll be buying like like I'll have you like uh, when they, you have to bury people, you can loot everything they have on them and sell it to me. Carlos, you are going to die so quickly. <laughs> he will die. <laughs> We, will, we will, us three will be us Casey. Great robbers okay. can't make that much money, but if you start selling stuff that they're being buried with, I'm we'll be saying, okay. Like Pete's gonna be out in the woods by himself, just not doing anything. Till he gets yep. by an owl. You're bear. gonna be making bank. I'm gonna be making bank, and she's gonna be like murdering people with clothing. Yeah, yeah, actually, <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, partially, but also keeping them fashionable. Casey's pretty right, though. Like. I will have to be making a lot of money just because I'm going to have to have like a be paying the church to have a uh, resurrection spell on hand for when I get killed. For when yeah. he like the, the like he gets when in, I go too far. <laughs> no, you're definitely going to get murdered every time. a few times. <laughs> you'll get brought back to life but you'll get murdered a few times for sure. Yeah. But I'll have a massive profit margin still. Maybe. Yeah. I mean... I don't know, man. Like that's a that's it's a thousand dangerous. gold every time you need to get resurrected. Only if you go yeah. with like and the that's more also, expensive stuff. That's also like a very like back and forth business. Like, could you always need to do be careful. A, could always do reincarnation. Come back as a different race. Nobody will know. What if they banish you to another dimension? Well, that would be unfortunate. 
<laughs> then I'd start over all fresh again, though, because nobody would know me. You'd have he has to an start answer out. for everything, doesn't he? But he'd have to start a business again. Yeah, but his business is stealing something from somebody and selling it to somebody stealing, else. Stealing? No. I'd be buying their goods that they're selling at like a very low uh, cost and then reselling stuff at a massive profit margin to I just, I like, every time he talks about it, I feel like he's Pawn Stars. Yeah. Like, he's he just running Pawn Stars. Oh, st- no, no. Like, their, their style of, do- of, like, buying and selling is the way to go. Yeah. Like, it's really unethical this sometimes. This is the original Michelangelo. <laughs> It's worth, you know, $3 million. Give you 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the best I can do is 1500 uh, may Maybe 14 Um, And then so when they threaten your life, you just double that, and you still are making a lot. Carlos, when they threaten your life, and then you double the, like, you're like, well, okay, I'll give you this, but I can't go any higher. And they're like, well, no, no, it's really worth this. And then you're like, well, I can't do that. They're just going to stab you and take your money. Nobody knows what stuff's worth. <laughs> they're adventurers. They have a book. They don't have a book. Oh, you're talking about that? No, they don't read that. <laughs> I know players. They don't read that stuff at all. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we should get the hell out of here. Yeah, fuck. Let's go. Alright guys, thanks for tuning in this week. Please support us. Head over to patreon.com slash blindestudios and become a patron today. Um, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindestudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindestudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And you can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash blindestudios. Live shows every Sunday and Monday currently. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.